Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode, I'm going to be going through the progestogen only injection. And you can find written notes on this topic at zerodefinals.com slash injection or in the contraception section of the Zero to Finals Obstetrics and Gynecology book. So let's get straight into it. The progestogen-only injection is also known as depo-medroxyprogesterone acetate, or DMPA, or simply the depo injection. You'll see it listed as DMPA in the UK MEC guidelines. It's given at 12 to 13 week intervals as an intramuscular or subcutaneous injection of medroxyprogesterone acetate, which is a type of progestin. The DMPA is more than 99% effective with perfect use, but it's less effective with typical use at 94%. It's less effective with typical use because women may forget to book in for an injection every 12 to 13 weeks. It can take 12 months for fertility to return after stopping the injections, which makes it less suitable for women who may wish to get pregnant in the near term. There are two versions commonly used in the UK, all of which contain medroxyprogesterone acetate. The Depo Provera, which is given as an intramuscular injection, and Cyanopress, which is a subcutaneous injection device that can be self-injected by the patient. Noristerat is an alternative to the DMPA that contains norethisterone and works for 8 weeks. This is usually used as a short-term interim contraception, for example after the partner has a vasectomy, rather than a long-term solution. Let's talk about the contraindications. The UK MEC4 contraindication is active breast cancer. UK MEC3, meaning the risks of the injection outweigh the benefits, include ischemic heart disease and stroke, unexplained vaginal bleeding, severe liver cirrhosis and liver cancer. An important side effect to remember is that the progestin-only injection can cause osteoporosis. This is something to consider in older women and in patients on steroids, for example for asthma or inflammatory conditions. This makes the progestin-only injection UKMEC2 in women over the age of 45 and they should generally switch to an alternative form of contraception by aged 50 due to this risk of thinning of the bones or osteoporosis. Let's talk about the mechanism of action. The main action of the depo injection is to inhibit ovulation. It does this by inhibiting FSH secretion by the pituitary gland, preventing the development of follicles in the ovaries. Additionally, the depo injection works by thickening the cervical mucus and altering the endometrium, making it less accepting of implantation. Next, let's talk about timing the injection. Giving the injection on day 1 to 5 of the menstrual cycle offers immediate protection and no extra contraception is required. If it started after day 5 of the menstrual cycle, Seven days of extra contraception, for example condoms, is required before the injection becomes reliably effective. Women need to have injections every 12 to 13 weeks. Delaying past 13 weeks creates a risk of pregnancy. 
The FSRH guidelines say it can be given as early as 10 weeks and as late as 14 weeks after the last injection where necessary, but this is unlicensed. Next, let's talk about the side effects and the risks. Changes to the bleeding schedule is one of the primary considerations with any form of progestogen-only contraception. Bleeding often becomes more irregular and in some women it may be heavier and last longer. This is usually temporary and after a year of regular use, most women will completely stop bleeding. Unfortunately, it's not possible to predict how an individual will respond. Other side effects include weight gain, acne, reduced libido, mood changes, headaches, flushes, hair loss or alopecia, and skin reactions at the injection site. Reduced bone mineral density or osteoporosis is an important side effect of the depot injection. Oestrogen helps to maintain bone mineral density in women and it's mainly produced by the follicles in the ovaries. Suppressing the development of follicles reduces the amount of oestrogen produced and this can lead to reduced bone mineral density. The depot injection may be associated with a very small increased risk of breast and cervical cancer. A tom tip for you, two side effects that are unique to the progestogen-only injection are weight gain and osteoporosis. These adverse effects are not associated with any other forms of contraception, which makes them a useful fact for examiners to ask about in exams. Next let's talk about problematic bleeding. Irregular bleeding can occur particularly in the first six months of starting the injection. This often settles with time. The longer the woman is taking the injection, the more likely she is to have no bleeding at all, called amenorrhea. Alternative causes of irregular bleeding need to be excluded where the problematic bleeding continues. This will include a full sexual health screen, pregnancy test and ensuring the cervical screening is up to date. The FSRH guidelines suggest taking the combined oral contraceptive pill in addition to the injection for three months when problematic bleeding occurs and this will help to settle the bleeding. Another option is a short course of five days of methanamic acid to halt the bleeding. Finally, let's talk about the potential benefits of the progestogen-only injection. There are several possible benefits to the injection with evidence that it improves dysmenorrhea or painful periods, it improves endometriosis-related symptoms, it reduces the risk of ovarian and endometrial cancer, and it reduces the severity of sickle cell crisis in patients who have sickle cell anemia. Thanks for listening to this episode on the progestogen-only injection. As always, a big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast, and I hope you join us for the next episode where we'll talk about the progestogen-only implant.